At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote getting ready to take on spring Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is Saturday Bet Prep with Matt Humans on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. All right, welcome to the big show. We're at the Circus Sportsbook VSIN studio downtown Las Vegas, and it's not a football Friday, and you can feel the lack of energy in the book. But not in the booth, because we have Wes Reynolds here as my co host and a loaded show tonight for the Circa. College Hoops Challenge. What, the NBA All-Star uh, festivities not floating your boat, Matt? No, not at all, Wes. <laughs> NBA All-Star Weekend, not what it used to be. And I, and I know you're not a race guy, a race car guy. We're going to let you talk Daytona 500. We do have the XFL season kicking off. We do. And we have a little golf to talk about because Tiger Woods is back. So let's do that. But on tonight's show, as we uh, jump into College Hoops and uh, handicap a 142-game card for Saturday, in addition to Wes Reynolds, we have professional sports better Ron Skinny Boyles is in. He's going to be in studio with us here in the first hour. It's going to be great to have Skinny in studio for the first time in, I'm going to say, three years. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is back from the East Coast, and he's got some plays he really likes on the College Hoops card. When Skinny talks, it usually pays to listen. All right, Will Hill, v contributor. Bruce Marshall of the Gold Sheet is going to rejoin me tonight. Uh, Aaron Moore, VSIN contributor, and Greg Hoops Peterson. All on tonight's show as we um, get 50 plays for the Circa College Hoops Challenge. All right, Wes Reynolds, uh, let's kick it off here with uh, the XFL just for a minute. How much time have you spent studying handicapping XFL rosters this week? Are you going to make any bets on week one 
of the football season. I make make something small, but basically the time I have spent was about 30 seconds uh, reading uh, our uh, daily newsletter that, of course, Bill Eighty sends out every morning, our COO of this company, and uh, actually had something in there from uh, Stormy Bonantoni, who is going to be working sidelines, I believe, as a reporter uh, for the XFL, just kind of looking at the rules. Because there are, you know, different ways that you can look. I think it was what you should know if you plan on betting XFL. It was in the VSIN Daily. So it lets you know what the difference rules were. And then I think you had a couple comments from Johnny Avello, the sportsbook director at DraftKings, to kind of, you know, let you know, you know, how the different scoring is. Because a ni- I guess a nine-point lead is only a one-possession game because you can go for one. You can go for two or you can go for three points. Mm-hmm. So you're going to get some kind of hinky numbers here. So that's about all <laughs> I have done, Matt. The Vegas Vipers, coached by Pro Football Hall of Famer Rod Woodson, opened as three-and-a-half-point underdogs at the Arlington Renegades. The Orlando Guardians, three-and-a-half-point underdogs at the Houston Roughnecks. The St. Louis Battlehawks, three-point road favorites over the San Antonio Brahmas. And the Seattle Sea Dragons, one-and-a-half-point favorites at the D.C. The, Defenders. That's an outrageous line, Wes. The uh, uh, San Antonio Brahma is nicknamed after the Brahma Bowl because now the XFL, this is not the uh, Vince McMahon production of the XFL. This is the Rock's production. Right. This, is, this is the Rock, not the pro wrestling version, but Rock was in the pro wrestling too. This is, this is Dwayne Johnson yeah. and his uh, ex-wife and still current business partner. All the totals between 36 and uh, actually between 35 and a half and 36 and a half. So it does not look like it's going to be a high scoring, really entertaining first week. I don't know if VSIN handicapper Dave Tooley is taking his dog or pass approach to the game. I, 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 uh, I am guessing that probably is the case. I will have to look on VSIN.com. I believe that Dave Tooley, he, he likes this stuff. Remember, he was into the, uh, the AAF. I was into that. I, I was actually betting that every week, and I mm-hmm. was uh, into the USFL briefly last year and lost interest after two weeks. Yeah. And uh, it's going to take a while to get into the XFL. I mean, we just did 23 I know. straight weeks of the NFL. It seems like so quick season. because we're going to have USFL, of course, later, and then, of course, the Canadian Football League. So plenty of football. Who's the best quarterback in the XFL? You put me on the spot. Okay. I have no idea. We'll revisit that later. Not that important. Who is the guy? Well, Brent Hundley, I believe, is now part of the uh, Las Vegas uh, Vipers quarterback room. The Danucci, Ben Danucci. Oh. Good, good, good call, Dan Miller. Thank you very much <laughs> because I had no idea. I think Brent Hundley should be the best quarterback in the league, right? Mm-hmm. Paxton Lynch, by the way, is part of this league. I think Former he is first the first round draft pick he is, the Denver Broncos. He is the Orlando uh, yeah. quarterback. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's not real exciting talking about the uh, XFL, so let's move on. The best player on the golf course this week at Riviera in Pacific Palisades, California, is Max Homa. And let's hope he stays there because I have a future on Max Homa 25-1 to 1 this week. I need to hit something in golf. Tiger Woods made his comeback, and Wes, he barely made the cut. Snuck in on the yeah. cut line at one over par. Max Homa at, I believe he got in at 10. Yeah, he's at, he's at 10 under. 10 under uh, because, and John, John Rahm at 9 under, right? Yeah, they didn't. Uh, the leaders all finished. There are still some groups out there. Uh, I've got a couple in there. I've got Colin Marikawa at 8 under. He is 2 back. I have Roy McIlroy as well. So, uh, currently, I'm just looking at prices. I just haven't have DraftKings in front of me. John Rahm plus 240. Max Homa 3-1. to one, Colin Marikawa 
plus 650. Rory McIlroy, 9-1. Keith Mitchell, who has 49 putts in two rounds, 11-1 for Kashmir Keith, and then 11-1 also on Patrick Cantlay, who is very familiar with this course. Former UCLA player. So if uh, you had to pick somebody, if you could only bet one guy and you had no pre-tournament action on this right now, who would you bet to win the tournament? I might go a little bit down, but I mean, it's hard to go against John Rahm. Right. I mean, who hits I didn't him think incre- Rahm even played that well and, today. And he had two eagles. And he got a couple lucky breaks. Yeah. And uh, he ends up one back of the yeah. leader going into uh, the weekend. Homa is putting the best because when I look, you know, I like to look in between rounds and see where guys are gaining. Max Homa, number one in the field so far by about a stroke and a half on the rest of the field on average, 3.54. So, he is absolutely putting the lights out, and that's where he's really gaining his most. Uh, I'm going to stick with – I think Morikawa is going to be in there at the end. I don't know if he's going to win. I think he's going to be there on Sunday. If I had to add somebody that I don't have, it might be Patty Ice, Patrick Cantlay. Um, okay. Let's uh, move on to Daytona 500 because you're a guy – you grew up right, si- right outside of Indianapolis. You love the Indy 500. You love racing. Did you bet anything? You got anything to recommend in Daytona for somebody who wants to go to the book tomorrow and just and bet uh, the race? I have not bet anything yet. I probably will have about four or five drivers that I'll throw some uh, tickets on here. Uh, the uh, The front row is all Hendrick Motorsports, I believe. Uh, uh, Kyle Larson and uh, Alex Bowman, I believe, were the uh, the two on the pole, and then the uh, dual race winners last night because they race those duels, and that's how they determine the order in the field. The top two qualifiers in qualifying get to sit on the front row, Bowman and Larson. So Joey Logano and Eric Almarola won the dual races. Eric Almarola, he's been cut. You could still get him at around 25-1. to 1. The Daytona 500, by the way, much kind of like Talladega, too. These are restrictor plate races, so you get a lot of pack racing, a lot higher speed, but they have the plates because – these are banked ovals, and these cars can just go everywhere. But they're going over 200 miles an hour. This is These are the fastest races out there on the NASCAR circuit. So you get a lot of underdogs, actually, that do win because the equipment is really equalized here from the big teams and the small teams. So you had a rookie here win last year. Austin Sindrich mm-hmm. uh, won here, uh, the uh, son of Penske Racing President Tim Sindrich. And you also, uh, the year before, had Michael McDowell, who was a long shot in this race. So don't just look at the chalk. I know, you know, not that these guys can't win, but it's like, you know, Kyle Larson, Ryan Blaney, Joey Logano, Chase Elliott, Denny Hamlin, they're always like the favorites for these races week in and week out. So you can get guys a little bit outside. Now I'll probably have one of the chalky guys. I'll probably have like maybe Blaney or Chase Elliott at 12 to one. I certainly will look at Eric Almarola at 25 to one, uh, Somebody like Chris Busher at 30 to 1, who's had a couple cracks here. And uh, you, you've got some guys. Uh, I think this is the, I believe this is the last one for Kevin Harvick, too. Kevin Harvick is going to be in the booth for Fox next year, Colin NASCAR. This is his retirement tour. That's Wes Reynolds, folks. Follow him on Twitter at Wes Reynolds1. He handicaps and he tweets about everything. What do you have in Russian ping pong this weekend? Nah, I took a pass on the card. Didn't get the numbers I wanted. How about Saudi Arabian camel racing? <laughs> oh, God. The only thing in Saudi Arabia I bet is the live tour, and I even feel dirty about doing that. (laughs) All right, let's get to college hoops. The Circa College Hoops Challenge. We have eight handicappers competing, no entry fee, and a Friday night college basketball contest. It started Friday, January 20th. It's going to run all the way through Friday, March 17th. Eight weeks, nine rounds, prizes given away, including a trophy and all sorts of great stuff. 
and you get five best bets from each handicapper on the Saturday College Hoops card. Like I mentioned, 142 games on Saturday. Uh, Danielle Alvari of Eason, myself also competing along, so you actually get 50 plays from us. And Ron Skinny Boyles is going to join us uh, for the final 45 minutes. We're going to talk about his best plays on the card. He's got a couple uh, that, he, that we're on the same side of, one that we're opposite. I don't like being opposite of uh, Skinny, mm-hmm. uh, but we'll talk about that. It's a Big Ten game. We'll get to a West quick look at Illinois and Indiana. And uh, you're a Hoosier, so... Indiana is one of my plays in the contest. This number actually opened at circa Indiana minus four. It is up to Indiana minus six and a half, and the fighting line is not going to be a full strength. Yeah, they've got some injury issues. It looks like TJ Shannon, who's averaging about 17 and a half, Illinois leading scorer, he is out with a concussion. And if you remember, Indiana did take them on a couple weeks ago in Champaign and absolutely lowered the boom on 80 him. 80 to 65. Yeah, 80 to 65. Yeah. But meanwhile, uh, TJ Shannon, uh, he was the only one that really had a big game against Indiana because kind of felt it was like a little addition by subtraction when Sky Clark transferred out of the program. That certainly got Shannon to be more involved offensively. He had 26 in the first meeting. Line has moved now. I think if you like Indiana, that might be like a money line parlay piece at this standpoint. Yeah, well, let's get up to the six and a half range where it is at circuit right now. It's a little uh, at seven. I think there'll be a buyback. You know, at five and a half, there's still a five and a half at the Westgate Superbook, six at DraftKings, but the the number is moving in Indiana's direction in that Big Ten game early Saturday. Quick break. We come back. Professional sports better Ron Skinny Boyle is going to join us, and uh, we're going to talk college hoops for the next uh, 45 minutes. Stay tuned. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. 
Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, <laughs> hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or, like, put a sign in your yard, but... All right, so what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Saturday Bet Prep with Matt Humans on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. All right, before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vsin.com to check the current betting splits data. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits are another way vsin is here to make you a smarter, better year round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vsin.com, vsin.com. A lot of excellent content up there every weekend. All right, Wes Reynolds, Matt Humans, and Ron Skinny Boyles, professional sports better in studio with us. And uh, your friend Nick Bogdanovich here at Circus Sports never calls you Ron or Boyles. He just calls you Skinny. You heard from Skinny? What's Skinny on today? Uh, good to have you back in town. I said, I haven't had you in the studio and be sent here for, I want to say, three years, probably before the pandemic. Is that right? I think so. I think the last time I was on was at the South Point, probably with yeah. you for the March Madness. But yeah, it's been at least two years. What are your favorite sports to handicap for those who don't know you? College football, college hoops, horse racing. How do you rank them? <laughs> I would say college hoops, number one. I love the the menu, the amount of games you got to choose from every every night. I mean, if you can stay disciplined, I think you can find some spots in college basketball, probably more than any of the other sports. What's number two, college football? College football would be number two, absolutely. Horse, 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 racing. horse racing is my guilty pleasure. That's what that is. What 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 are your favorite tracks? I live I live about seven. I know miles. you live by Mountaineer, right? I live seven miles from Mountaineer. I've got horses there that I, I own and run, but as far as betting on horses, it's something uh, I, I enjoy doing, but I certainly don't do it for profit. All right, that's so kind of my fun betting too is horse racing. I only do it in the summer at Del Mar. Yeah, Del Mar and Saratoga, two of the yeah. best places in the country. I usually go to Saratoga each. Each August, and I know you go to Delmar each August. Yeah, I'd rather go to the beach than upstate New York, but you're living out there, and uh, you're living in, what, Chester, West Virginia, or Pittsburgh? Chester, West Virginia, which is about 40 miles from Pittsburgh, and it's about 30 miles south of where the uh, East Palestine train wreck took place a couple weeks ago. Yeah, for those who don't know, Ron is a train engineer. He wrecked his train (laughs) in Ohio last week, and he had to move out of here. No. Crazy stuff going that on is, back there. That is wild. I mean, uh, it seems like it's an underreported story too. But it is. It this definitely is, a, is a sports show, not a political show, Wes. So don't commentate. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's talk uh, Big Twelve basketball, Ron. I'm going to start with the game of the day, and you don't have a strong opinion on this one, but Baylor, Kansas, and the Bears beat the Jayhawks 75-69 in the first meeting. Just a, a revenge game in the Big 12, but I'll tell you what, I think Baylor's playing the best of any team in the Big 12 uh, right now, and I know you like 
uh, the Bears, and they <laughs> seem to be peaking as we head towards March. Yeah, I, I love their backcourt. Really good. I mean, the, the freshman, uh, George, is probably a lottery pick, and the other two guys aren't too bad. They probably got the best guards in the country, I think. Kansas is playing really good right now, and those are the two teams from the Big 12 that I think can win the whole thing. I mean, you got you know, practically the whole league is going to make the tournament, but as far as serious title threats to win it all, I think it's Baylor and Kansas, and I'd give Baylor a slight nod. All right, Kansas, a five-point favorite, total 148 at DraftKings and Circus Sportsbook. Wes, your thoughts on that matchup? Yeah, I have nothing here. I would lean. I think Kansas wins the game, but one of the things that concerns me about the Jayhawks, Jayhawks probably would be one of the four number one seeds as of now, but one of the things that does concern me is transition defense Mm -hmm. and also their depth. This is not a very deep team. We saw that against uh, Kansas State in the Octagon of Doom where – you know, Wilson tried to carry him, but they had like four starters foul out and just didn't have the depth to hang in there. I think Kansas got the best home court advantage of any team in college hoops. You got a chance to go to Allen Fieldhouse finally uh, this season, and I don't think anything really nah. compares to it. No, it's a great atmosphere considering yeah. the fact that you pretty much all the students were away too, and it was like an 11 a.m. Central game. But it was still – it's the best atmosphere I've seen. I haven't been quite everywhere, but I've been most of the great college basketball programs, and that was the best I'd seen. Yeah, I think Kansas wins a game, but I would not lay anything more than like two or three in this game. And I really like the way Baylor's playing. You've got to – I want to ask you guys this. How many teams do you think can win – actually win the national championship? If you're going to bet a future – I went through the Ken Palm – efficiency ratings, and these teams rank in the top 30 in offense and defense, and usually the national champ fits this profile. If you don't rank in the top 30 in both categories, you're probably not going to win it. Houston, Alabama, UCLA, UConn, Purdue, Kansas, Creighton, and Virginia. Those are the only teams that actually fit the top 30 in Kim Palm offense and defense, those eight. These teams are just outside and could move in there. Texas, Indiana, Tennessee, St. Mary's, Arizona, and Maryland. Baylor not on that list, though. Yeah. But also, Baylor's numbers, I think, are a little bit skewed. Because their defense. Right. Their defense, and the Bears are playing a lot better basketball than they did early in the season. They're healthy, too. If, if, I, was, if I took three teams, if you give me Alabama, Houston, and UCLA, and mm-hmm. I gave you six teams, any six you wanted, but I got Alabama, Houston, and UCLA, would you make that bet? Wes, you want to answer that? Hmm, man, that's 50-50. This is a pick-em bet? Pick-em bet, yeah. Because because that's obviously giving me Purdue, UConn, Kansas, Virginia. uh, Arizona. Arizona, perhaps. Maybe Creighton. Maybe in Indiana. I think so. I think I would take the I would lean yes. You'd take the six teams? I think so. It's probably a slight favorite, the six teams. Those are the three that I like the best. I, I think right. UCLA but, got a real chance to win. But it. Houston, Alabama, and UCLA, by the way, if you add the offensive efficiency and the defensive efficiency on Ken Palm, they're one, two, three in terms of the least number. Mm-hmm. Do you have a futures bet on UCLA? I don't have a futures on any of those three. I've, okay. got, I've got a bunch of losers in my, <laughs> my, my wallet. Well, you do have a um, one that looks rather promising. We're not going to jinx it, but you have St. Mary's to win the West Coast Conference at 15-1. to That's going to go down the stretch. The final game of the year, the Gales <laughs> are at Gonzaga, but you got to feel pretty good about that one right now as long as they can get by BYU I, tomorrow I, I'm night. I'm nervous about that game tomorrow night. I really am. 
BYU is a game, a team that I like, and I will be betting them tomorrow, plus 10 or 11 points. I'll, I'll be on BYU. Okay. That's a game that uh, BYU had St. Mary's beat up in Provo. Oh, and, yeah. And St. Mm-hmm. Mary's hit a shot at the buzzer to win it. Aiden Mahaney hit it like a 12-foot turnaround, fadeaway at the buzzer, yeah, right. 57-56 yep. in the last minute. All right, uh, let's talk uh, quickly here, Oklahoma at Texas, because I've got futures on Texas. And, uh, Ron, without Chris Beard, the Longhorns are not going to win at all. <laughs> That's a bad beat of a different kind. Uh, Texas opened, I thought, kind of high here. as an 11-point favorite against Oklahoma. I actually I made the number eight. Uh, maybe my number's wrong, but uh, what do I, you think, Ron? I, I agree. Oklahoma's one of my plays tomorrow, plus 11. I think it is too high. Um uh, I mean, Texas, look, they're, they're, they're legit. They're very good. But with, without Beard and they got, uh, you know, Terry calling the shots on the sideline, I think that makes a huge difference for Texas. And uh, in this game, you got Porter Mosier against Rodney Terry. I'll take that uh, matchup anytime, getting 11 points. I think this game will be close. I worry a little bit, though. I mean, I don't know if there's much to be made of this scuttlebutt out there, but I've been hearing a lot of Porter Moser to Notre Dame. Ooh. Perhaps that he, that could be he, happening. He came out and said that's not happening. He came out and, and said that. He goes, See, I'm squashing this right now. He goes, okay. I'm, I'm happy in Norman. I am not going to Notre And Dame. I don't know if it's just that like, oh, Porter Moser's Catholic, so Notre Dame is open, right. so everybody makes that connection. But, look, yeah, I, I, I made that number 10, uh, basically. Uh, okay. I think it, it might be getting too high. Oklahoma, maybe some momentum. Like when you stop that losing streak, they had lost four in a row and they beat Kansas State. I was on them against K-State the other night. So maybe there's a little bit of momentum for the Sooners. I think they're a little better than their record. I do, too. Sooners uh, just missed uh, my five for this contest tonight. I thought about taking the 11 here at Circa. I'm going to bet the game that's not on my list of uh, five. How about uh, this game, which is on my list? And um, I, I have bet it. Ron, get your th- thoughts here on uh, Illinois at Indiana. Wes and I just talked about this game. It's up from an opener of four to six and a half. And there's some uh, news here, player injury news. Terrence Shannon not going to play for the Illini, which is a big reason that number's moved up two and a half points. Hoosiers here uh, look like the second best. It's kind of a battle to see which team is second best in the Big Ten. Yeah, without Shannon, I can't play Illinois. But mm-hmm. at six and a half, it's kind of tempting. But I think Illinois is actually better than Indiana. I'm high on Illinois when they have mm-hmm. all their pieces. But uh, Indiana coming off the tough loss against Northwestern. Uh, I just really don't have an opinion on the game, but I, I do think Illinois is the better team. I know it looks like Wes is high on Indiana, but uh, I, I don't No, know. I agree with you in the fact that I think Illinois is the more talented team. I think they're the most talented team in the conference. You know, obviously full strength if they had Shannon. But with Indiana, you know, are they are they coming back to earth or can they – you know, get over the hump. Xavier Johnson, he isn't going to be back. I was going to say, when, when's he coming back? Probably the end of the month. I think he makes a difference oh, defensively. Huge difference defensively. You ain't kidding. But, but you know, you got Trace and Jalen Hood Shafino have to be like so good right. because you just don't get the consistency out of like Miller Cop or Trey Galloway or any of these reserves. I, mean, I think it, Indiana's a different team with Xavier Johnson, oh, the point the, guard. I mean, uh, the, the other kid that's been hurt the whole year, Trace uh, Race Thompson. Race Thompson, he's a good defensive player. Put Shafino's good defensively, and certainly Johnson is one of the best. I mean, Indiana's the KO Billy being probably the best defensive team in the Big Ten. You got to have all your pieces. Uh, Indiana was a preseason favorite to win the Big Ten. Uh, now that league looks like a hound's breakfast with so many teams with five, six, or more losses in the league play. We're going to take a quick break. More college hoops when we come back.
This is Saturday Bet Prep with Matt Humans on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back to a segment of Saturday Bet Prep presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches, a simple way to enjoy nicotine. Most nicotine products are either too complicated to use or don't provide the satisfaction you're seeking, but Zen Nicotine Pouches might surprise you. Zen is made with six simple ingredients and is completely tobacco leaf-free, plus it offers up to one hour of nicotine satisfaction per pouch. Buy Zen online or find a store near you at zen.com at zyn.com today. And warning, this product contains nicotine, which is an addictive chemical. Back here on uh, Saturday Bet Prep on Friday night, downtown Las Vegas. Matt Humans, Wes Reynolds, and Ron Boyles, professional sports better, as we continue to talk college hoops. Let's go to the SEC. How about Tennessee at Kentucky? And uh, Ron, would you describe yourself as much, mostly a, a situational handicapper, or matchup handicapper? How do you look at most of these games? Well, early in the season, I look for information on teams. I try to get a better read on teams than the, than the market or, or the odds makers. The first month of the season. After that, when conference play begins, it's all about situational for me. Mm-hmm. The numbers are right where it's, they're supposed to be. But you look for teams that are coming off, you know, emotional games, maybe a little bit flat, a little bit of a letdown. I like betting on teams that have got embarrassed their previous game. I like betting on those kind of teams. So it, it's all situational for me. All right. Well, this is a really interesting situational handicap here. Tennessee at Kentucky, 621, 622 on the rotation. Balls open as uh, two. Point road favorites. Off a home upset, uh, it wasn't an upset, off a home victory over the number one team, Alabama, and Tennessee was a favorite in that game, by the way, but knocked off, just knocked off number one. Now the Vols go on the road to play Kentucky. The last time these teams met, Kentucky <laughs> was a 12-point dog and beat Tennessee in Knoxville 63-56. to And you talk about teams off an embarrassing loss. Uh, Kentucky was off and, I guess, uh, inexplicable loss to South Carolina. 20-point favorite got beat at home in Lexington. Right. Got beat as a 20-point favorite South Carolina, then goes on the road as a 12-point dog and takes down Tennessee. Yes, so how do you that's, hand- that's a definition of betting on a team coming off an embarrassing right. loss. So how do you handicap a rematch here? Well, look, Tennessee's coming off a really emotional win if you right. watch that game in, in Knoxville the other night. Uh, but but there's the, the talent level here, I think, Favors Tennessee. Well, I don't think I know it favors Tennessee. Tennessee's one of the best defensive teams in the country. Kentucky struggled all year long. They are coming off a good win against Mississippi State, but look, Tennessee's going to remember that loss at home to Kentucky. They're going to come out, I think, and play really hard, even off this emotional win against Alabama. I can't bet against Tennessee. For for me, it's uh, it's Tennessee or pass. All right in the Circuit College Hoops Challenge tonight, there are three best bets on this game. Two of them on Kentucky, one on Tennessee. Wes, you did not play it, but what do you think of the match? Yeah, I haven't bet it as of yet. I do lean Kentucky in the spot, but this is one of those interesting things you were asking Ron about earlier in the season when he's going on information and whatnot. The bookmaking early in the season for college basketball is virtually non-existent. It's basically copied the Ken Palm ranking. Mm-hmm. You can tell now that they're more engaged because these guys have been, you know, you know what, deep in football for several months. So now it's like, okay, we got to pay attention to the college buckets. This got shaded down because this was, I think, like four in the Ken Palm, Tennessee lane, and it opened two and a half. Now you're only getting two. I even see some one and a half. So I feel like if you like Kentucky, you're getting a little bit cheated, perhaps on the number. But the one thing that I think benefits Kentucky is that 
Oscar Tshibwe, by the way, speaking of disappointing, he's been kind of a liability sometimes, especially like when he's got to guard the pick and roll. He is just lost (laughs) at guarding the pick and roll, and that's why he may not last in the NBA. However, Tennessee doesn't run a lot of pick and roll necessarily. So, you know, that might be a benefit where it kind of hides to Sheboy's weaknesses. What does Tennessee uh, run on offense? Stop. I mean, they, they spread, they, you know, they spread the ball a little bit. They run some ISO stuff, but I watched, I watched the Tennessee Bama game. I couldn't figure out what Tennessee was trying to <laughs> yeah, run. Yeah, I know. I know. That's the thing that you worry about Tennessee, like right. in March. Right. Their, their best shot is a missed shot. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Cause they're really good at rebounding. And plus they're very good defensively as Ron mentioned, but Kentucky pretty good on the defensive glass. They don't give up a lot of offensive rebounds. I wonder if it's priced in that maybe C.J. Frederick is going to be back and perhaps Sevier Wheeler. Yeah, well, that's important for Kentucky. Uh, do you know? Do you have information on that? Are those guys back? I don't know. Oh, okay. I, I've, I, I don't, I, I don't, I don't know Wheeler. if they've been confirmed, but I think maybe Frederick will be. Right. Okay. All right, let's go to 6-14 on the rotation. I don't like to hear this. Ron Boyles does not like my side. In fact, he loves the other side. <laughs> and uh, this line has flipped. Uh, Wisconsin was a one, one-and-a-half-point favorite. Still is at DraftKings. But at Circa, the number has moved to Rutgers minus one-and-a-half. And you were on the Scarlet Knights. Um, you, you probably took one-and-a-half, I assume. That was the best number out there in the market. I took plus one. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> Rutgers is a desperate team. They lost three straight, including an embarrassing loss at, at home to Nebraska last Tuesday. Uh Wisconsin's coming off a, a big win against Michigan, but this is a game where Rutgers, I believe, is going to play desperate. They're just so much more athletic than Wisconsin, and you're, you're going to give me a team that's, I think, really going to come out and play hard tomorrow against an unathletic Wisconsin team that runs good stuff. I think they're going to, athletically, they just dominate this game, and they're going to be playing with that desperation. I think Rutgers wins the game. Yeah, uh, I didn't play this game, but just looking at Wisconsin, they've lost four times at home. They never lose hardly up there. They lose maybe once a season or maybe twice a season, and they've already lost four times at home. So I didn't know what to make of this. Uh, I know some of the bracketologists kind of think Rutgers is pretty safely in, and I think they would be in, but I don't think they're like a six seed right now. I mean, that was a really brutal loss to Nebraska the other night. That's bad. I, you know, if Rutgers is in that 8-9 game, well, I wouldn't want to be the one seed. I know. Yeah, you, get that, right? you don't want to get Rutgers in the second round. It's a pretty good team. Alright, let's go to the uh, West Coast. And we talked about this game a little bit before. BYU and St. Mary's. And this is uh, one of the plays. I don't like a lot of dogs on the card, but I did take BYU uh, plus 10.5 here. And this is a conference revenge spot. Talked about Aiden Mahaney. Hit the jumper in the last second to beat BYU, 57-56 first time around. Number open 10.5 at DraftKings. And uh, one of the last games on the uh, card, 799. BYU plus 10, 10.5. Ron Boyles, what do you think of this? You're holding a St. Mary's ticket to win the West Coast Conference. Yeah, I hope uh, BYU covers but does not win. <laughs> uh, BYU, I think, is a really underrated team. BYU played Gonzaga twice. Both games right to the wire. Should have won the game in Provo. St. Mary's mm-hmm. game in Provo. Should have won. Got beat right at the buzzer. And, and BYU's coming off a, a tough loss at home to Santa Clara the other night. Yep. So I think BYU will come to play here. They're confident. They know they can play with St. Mary's. They, they had them beat uh, in Provo. I think this game will be close. Again, I got a 15-1 future on St. Mary's to win the, the West Coast Conference, so I can't afford uh, St. Mary's to lose this game. 
Hopefully St. Mary's wins it, but by less than 10. Uh, Wes, what was interesting about that first game, Aiden Mahaney mm-hmm. gets a lot of hype in that conference. He had only 10 points and one assist against BYU in the first matchup. Yeah, I think where BYU is just down this year is they just don't have a lot of guys that can shoot from the outside. But this right. is going to be a low-possession game. St. Mary is one of the slower-tempo teams in the country. So I think that that kind of can help a dog like BYU. St. Mary is, I think, 358 in tempo out of 363. So, you know, BYU, the market's kind of telling you maybe BYU's right here because uh, the metrics guys make it like 12, 12 and a half, and you're only getting 10 out there in the market. So this time of year... I tend to want to side, you know, every game is different, but I tend to want to side more with the market than I do necessarily with the Ken Palm or the Bartorvik or the metrics. All right, let's go to the last game on the rotation. 804 UCLA, a 25-point favorite over Cal. Ron Boyles, you like the Bruins. You think they can win the whole thing. I agree with you. I, I think two teams out of the Pac-12 got a real shot, UCLA and Arizona. I do too. Uh what about this number? You don't see this no. type of number in Pac-12 play. 25, a total of 125 and a half here at Circa. California actually covered a couple of games last weekend, but uh, they got blown out last night, and I wouldn't be surprised if they get blown out again. UCLA won, didn't cover against Stanford. They can name a score. I mean, this is, is, is UCLA motivated to run up the score right. on Cal? Right. I, I don't know if they are or not. I mean, it's, it's pass for me. Yeah, and they got that road trip, too, again, Colorado and Utah. That's the last road trip. Kind of a tricky road trip, actually, for UCLA. So, I don't know how interested they are just steamrolling Cal. Cal jobs, one of the jobs that's going to be open in the offseason. Mark Fox, you got to think, is not hanging yeah. out, right? I've been hearing maybe maybe some uh, Joe Pasternak, perhaps, to Cal. <laughs> Okay. How about Chris Beard? Maybe he'll show up in Berkeley. Well, you know. <laughs> he'll fit right in there. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't he? <laughs> I'm not sure uh, Chris Beard's headed to Cal, but, hey, if I was at Ohio State. I, I was going to say, that's, yeah. the, that's the team I was yeah, just thinking but you, about. Yeah, but you know, how, you know how political they'll be. They don't want to take the heat, whereas Wichita State, they've got a couple guys <laughs> by the name of the Koch brothers that don't give a damn what Dan Wolken or any of the college basketball writers think. <laughs> they will hire who they want. They hired Greg Marshall. Where is Greg Marshall, by the way? I don't think uh, he's that I don't know. He's probably counting his buyouts. I know, I know Goodman just blasted him though on, on his uh, yeah. podcast. Yeah, the New Mexico State, you know, assistant was a Marshall. Uh, That's right. Guy and uh, yeah, Jeff Goodman let him have it. All right, let's take a quick break. We come back. We got plenty more games to talk about. Best bets from Ron Boyle. Stay tuned. V the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is Saturday Bet Prep with Matt Humans on VSIN, the sports betting network. Physical. Sports bettors, as the football season ends, Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is a place to be for basketball and hockey. Bet Rivers has you covered for every line, odd, and boost. Join every week for new promotions like the Tuesday Hockey First Goal Insurance, Saturday Hockey, Same Game Parlay Bet and Get, Weekly Pro Basketball Bet and Get, and more. Check out BetRivers.com or download the BetRivers app. It's a whole new game. BetRivers.com to check out the BetRivers Sportsbook. Wes Reynolds, Ron Boyles here in studio with me tonight. Matt Humans, as we uh, continue Saturday Bet Prep, <coughs> let's talk about a game that you both like. 721-722. Texas A&M, Missouri. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, Missouri opened minus one, now minus two. I considered this play as well. This looks like Ron Boyle's a pretty good spot to bet against the Aggies. Yeah, Texas A&M coming off the big win against Arkansas and Missouri coming off an absolutely horrendous performance against Auburn. So now they go back to Columbia and play in a pick spot. I think Missouri wins the game. I don't like the fact it's now you got to lay two. I don't like that even a little bit, but uh, I did play him at pick. Yeah, Missouri uh, lost by 33 at Auburn the other night. Texas A&M kind of got lucky against Arkansas. I don't know what's going on at Arkansas, by the way, because Nick Smith didn't play in the entire second half, and he's a lottery pick. So maybe him and uh, Musselman uh, not seeing eye to eye. But Missouri also, by the way, did, did lose in College Station by 18. Missouri was like 7 of 31 in that game from the three. Texas A&M gives up a lot of threes because they kind of pack it in defensively. I like the Tigers here. Inside information, Wes Reynolds is Eric Musselman and Nick Smith uh, did not get along, not seeing eye to eye. Yes. And Eric Musselman does not like this team. And they they don't shoot threes at all. They're one of the worst three-point they, shooting teams they, in the they country. They don't go Arkansas. hard. I, I was <laughs> noticing that being on the wrong, you know, the, what ended up being the wrong side with Arkansas. They don't do, like, anything with a purpose. Like, they don't guard hard. They don't get in a stance. It's like, you know, they're just out there playing. Yeah, I, w- I would advise against futures on Arkansas for people uh, looking into that. Somebody asked me about it last week. I said, probably better off I was pass. looking into that. At the beginning of the season, they had three three guys who were going to play in the NBA, three right. lottery oh, yeah. picks. Brazil well, gets hurt. Smith is out for almost the whole year. And uh, Black is probably a first-round pick. He looks pretty good. Yeah. All right, they, let's they don't shoot threes at all, and you got to shoot threes in today's college basketball. All right, Villanova Providence, 7-0-3-0-4 on the rotation. And uh, this opened – I believe five, right? Providence opened a uh, five-point favorite. Yep, 
That's a, that was opener to DraftKings. Now down to three and a half at some spots. You can still grab four with Villanova. Ron Boyles, you like Villanova. Yeah, I grabbed four and a half with the Wildcats. I think Villanova's a team that's on the improve, getting their guys back. They were hurt early in the season, uh, Whitmore and Moore. I think Villanova's definitely a, probably the, the one team in the Big East that I think is, is a buy-on team moving forward. Uh, Providence, meanwhile, coming off that uh, huge double overtime win against Creighton. Uh, give me Villanova plus uh, plus a handful of points. Yeah, I didn't use in the contest, but I did bet Villanova at plus five. I just think, like Ron said, Villanova's healthy now. You got Justin Moore back. Whitmore missed, I think, like seven games early in the season. So you got Villanova in full strength. Actually, Moore came back. The first meeting was against Providence and Philly. It was like tied in the final minute. Villanova just couldn't get it done there at the end. But they're the team that is the bye team. I think they're a team that could actually win the Big East tournament. Like, they wouldn't get in. The NCAA tournament is an at-large right now. But I think they could win in the Garden. Uh, I like Nova as well tomorrow. All right. I can't find a rotation number on this one. There's only 140 games. But it's uh, <laughs> I got most circled. I don't have this one. Connecticut, minus 10 for Seton Hall. Ron, you play a lot of dogs. You're playing a big favorite here. Laying yeah. points with UConn. Yeah, I laid the 10 with UConn. This is a game where they played uh, at Seton Hall a couple weeks ago. Connecticut led the whole way. Seton Hall came back and won it right at the end. But I am not high on this Seton Hall team at all. I really don't like this team. They haven't beaten anybody in the Big East. Uh, they do play hard. They, they defend. But there's just not a lot of talent here, in my opinion. Connecticut, on the other hand, I mean, I think they're a legitimate chance to uh, make the Final Four, Connecticut. I think they are yeah. really athletic. Uh, the big guy is tremendous. Uh, I don't know how much the referees like Hurley, and that probably hurts them because I think a lot of the refs have it in for him with his uh, personality. But he, he can coach, and again, he's got some talent, and I, I think Connecticut might put it on Seton Hall tomorrow. I agree. UConn, by the way, I think you still get them at like 30-1. to 1. They drifted up because if you remember earlier in the season, they were kind of a wagon, and then all of a sudden, you know, it kind of fell apart a little bit. They started 14-0. and 0, and then they ended up, I think, losing like six of their next eight. So mm-hmm. they kind of fell off the radar, went under 500 in the Big East. But I think Ron said it all, really, with Seton Hall. Their only win was that lucky comeback, actually, against Connecticut in the Big East. They've beaten St. John's twice. They've beaten DePaul twice. They've beaten Georgetown twice. They've beaten Butler twice. That's the worst four teams in the Big East in whatever order you want to put them in. You certainly put Georgetown And Connecticut's got, I think, two or three extra days of rest for this game. Their last mm-hmm. game was Saturday. Seton Hall played, I believe, Wednesday. Mm-hmm. That's another little yeah, bit Yeah, week off. Right, a week off, Connecticut. UConn got all the way up to number two, I think, before that loss at Xavier, and then that's when that losing skid happened for the Huskies, right? But I believe so. You tend to forget how good that team uh, looked in the uh, first couple months of the season. All right, uh, Ron likes a big favorite there in UConn. Wes, you like it too. How about a big dog here? Uh, Wes, I'll let you talk about this one first. Notre Dame catching 13. The opener was 13 and a half. Irish at Virginia. Yeah, I took 13 and a half with the Irish. Uh, obviously, this is not a very good team. It's not a very deep team. I think they only play about seven guys. They were playing six, but they got the kid Lubin back at forward. But since it's been announced that Mike Bray's not coming back, Notre Dame really hadn't gotten blown out. They lost by two to a bad Georgia Tech team. They lost by six to Virginia Tech. They were right in it in the final minute at Duke uh, on Tuesday night. So I think that they're playing hard. But I think with Notre Dame, a slow game like this actually helps them because one of the things they can do is they can make shots. Mm -hmm. And they really make them at the end of the shot clock. 
And you're going to have to take shots at the end of the shot clock against Virginia, just based on the defense they play, you know, in terms of the average possession length, the pack line that they play. And maybe Virginia is in that little fat and happy spot that I talk about this time of year, Matt, where you get a ranked team that's won a few in a row. Virginia has won three in a row. They beat NC State. They beat Duke. Uh, I know they barely covered against Louisville the other night, so I'm not selling Virginia on the basis of that, but I just thought this number was a little high in what's going to be a lower possession game. Ron, are you buying Virginia? Is that a team that could go deep in the uh, tournament or no? I thought so. You know, last month I had Virginia on my my buy list and was looking at futures on Virginia, but I'm not so sure. I mean, again, it's just another typical Virginia team that's offensively challenged. They play great defense. Bennett's one of the best in the business on the sideline. Clark's a point guard. He's got a lot of experience, but I I don't know if they got enough offense to, to go deep into the tournament. That's, that's pretty much what I think of uh, the Cavaliers, too. All right, let's talk about one in the uh, Mountain West. Let's go to um, we're gonna go to uh, Nevada at Utah State. And uh, this number opened five. It's down to four and a half. And the uh, Wolfpack have been all off pretty much all week, West, since they broke your heart a week ago. Yeah. And uh, came back to cover against uh, Fresno State and win by 11. Yeah, uh, Fresno was in the number the whole game, but not yeah. at the end when they count these things. But – yeah, Nevada's been off for a week. I think Nevada right now would be in the NCAA tournament as an at-large. I think we're kind of thinking at least three for the Mountain West. Uh, three. I think three is a senior. Yeah, maybe four because New Mexico, even though they got a nice winter night at San Jose. Mountain West does not deserve Yeah, four. I don't think they're going to get four. But I hate to go against Utah State here but because they're so good at home. But – would lean Nevada here uh, at uh, four and a half or five. What do you think, Ron? The number is four and a half or five. It's uh, number 760 on the rotation. Would you lay it with Utah State or take it with Nevada? I, I agree with everything Wes said. Uh, Utah State runs great offense at home, very tough to beat. I think four and a half is a little bit cheap, but the fact Nevada's got a full week to get ready here. Utah State played Wednesday against Air Force, I believe. I think that favors Nevada, so I can make a case for both sides. I'm going to pass. Yeah, I passed on that one as well. Uh, Wes Reynolds' best bet in the Circuit College Hoops Challenge tonight, Missouri minus one. So we'll give all of Wes's plays in the final hour of the show. Ron Boyles tonight, your best bets, Missouri minus one. Uh, that's against Texas A&M. You took four with Villanova against Providence. Rutgers plus one against Wisconsin. BYU plus ten and a half against St. Mary's. And Connecticut laying ten against Seton Hall. Anything else? I like uh, Big Ugly Dog in Green Bay plus 23. That is, a, that is one of the uglier dogs on the board, by Young the way. Youngstown coming off a game last night against Milwaukee that was for first place, mm-hmm. and they blew them out. And Green Bay, believe it or not, has actually been competitive since they fired uh, Bo Ryan's son a couple weeks ago. They, they actually beat Milwaukee, Green Bay did, about two weeks ago. Yeah, it's Freddie Owens, the former Badger, is the interim coach right, now. Right, Green Bay's been competitive. I mean, you're going to give me 23 points, which could be a, a flat spot for Youngstown coming off a big, big win uh, last night. I think this game could be could get ugly in, uh, in uh, Milwaukee. I mean, uh, <clears throat> Green Bay might get on inside the number. Ron Boyles, betting ugly dogs since, what, 1980? <laughs> <laughs> At least. Huh? At least. Even before that? Okay. When I was a paper boy when I was 16 years old, I was betting ugly dogs. <laughs> All right, quick break. Wes Reynolds, Rob Boyles. We'll be back with Will Hill as we talk more college hoops in hour number two.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.